0: Hello, hello. Thank you for tuning in to the second episode of Engineer Your Life, where our motto is all you need is an SOP, a standard operating procedure for your entire life. That's right. You guessed it. We look at the research. We look at the studies. We look at what scientists have done, and we tell you how all these things can make you live your best life. I'm Jennifer Ladapo, your host, a.k.a. The STEM Girl, and I hope you enjoy today's episode That's right. You guessed it. We're talking about procrastination nation, the sunken place, the place where dreams go to never return, a place where time is but a myth. We've all been there. Some have stayed longer than others. Some just dip their feeding for a couple of minutes and say, yeah, I'm not about this life. I don't want to stay in this place. But the problem about procrastination, the problem about that tiny little world is that you can get trapped in it. And once you're trapped in it, it's like a little circle. The more you procrastinate, the more you procrastinate. It's like sleep. You think if you sleep, you're just gonna wake up and you're like, oh, I'm good. I don't need any more sleep. But The more you sleep, the sleepier you get. The more you procrastinate, the easier it is to procrastinate some more. So today we're gonna talk about what you can do to reduce your procrastination. Now bear with me, this one's going to be a doozy. All right, before we go any further, let's define procrastination. Procrastination is considered to be a dysfunctional behavior or an irrational delay behavior that is associated with negative outcomes. Now, that's a whole bunch of science jargon, but in reality, it's just you wasting time on something that you know you have to do. In university students in particular, or in people that are in school, it has to do with aversive control or aversive stimulus. But when you really think about procrastination, it's really the cause of most of your problems. It's the reason why you call your best friend, or whichever friend it is, and you're like, oh my gosh, there's just no time in the world actually to do anything, and I don't know why they just give us zero time. And this friend, there's always this friend that does this. And honestly, they must be crazy for doing it because whenever they say it, I'm always like, "Oh, did I ask you for this kind of advice? They always say it, but didn't you get this assignment like two months ago um excuse me did I I'm sorry, what I didn't ask you for for advice on hindsight. I said, "What can we do right now to solve the problem and that's an interesting thing about procrastination. When you do get the consequences, when you do end up with two hours before your assignment is due, you're not trying to hear that you had an entire month to do it. That's not helpful right now. And you would think that the next time it happened, you would start early. But you don't. We're going to talk about five problems that come with procrastination. It's always better to identify your problem. Otherwise, it's very, very difficult to find a solution. And that's one of the reasons why I love engineering because it really teaches you to pinpoint what your problem definition is. So now we're gonna talk about five different issues that come with procrastinating. Some of them happen before you procrastinate, some of them happen after, some of them happen while you're procrastinating. But these are five things that studies have found tend to occur when you procrastinate too much. These are some of the negative outcomes of some of the things that lead to these negative outcomes. So one of the first issues that comes with procrastination are increased stress levels. Believe it or not, the more you procrastinate, the more uncomfortable you become and the more stressed out you become. It's also related to increased anxiety and increased depression. Because one of the things that's almost for sure about procrastinating And this happens in university students, high school students, but it also happens in adults that have full-time jobs. And it doesn't necessarily have to be in your job that you're procrastinating. It could be something that you know that you should be doing but you're just not doing for whatever reason. In all instances, it always leads to negative performance. And that's kind of obvious because it makes sense that if you wait a long time to do something, chances are you won't do as well at it instead of if you had started earlier. Another problem with procrastination is poor performance. From a research standpoint in academia, students who tend to procrastinate tend to have poor poor grades. They tend to have higher depression and anxiety because of this poor performance. And it also has traditionally negative effects. If you are working at a job or if you know you should be Buying groceries at a certain time, when the time comes and you actually need your groceries or you actually need that work, your stress is increased. And that entire time where you are avoiding doing that work, it's not like the stress is reducing because inside you still know that you're avoiding work. So procrastination tends to come with poor performance, and that perf- poor performance leads to more anxiety, which leads to performance that's even worse. So it's kind of a circle in itself. It also includes positive reinforcement, but not in the way you think. So the quality of the positive reinforcement that's distracting you from the work that you're supposed to doing makes a huge difference. And it makes a huge difference in what you choose to do whether you do the work that you're avoiding or whether you go watch that TV show, a very large part of that decision has to do with how good that TV show is. And that's why it's so difficult for some people to overcome because the positive reinforcement that comes with the alternative when you procrastinate, if it's high and if the quality of it is just, it, it sucks you in, then it's extremely easy to procrastinate, which is why If you find a very good show and it induces a lot of exciting emotions it'll be easy for you to just not do your work because math homework or looking at a data sheet for work is not half as exciting as watching a tv show so that's another problem with procrastination is that it has this side to it that it has to counter and what it's countering is positive reinforcement So it's something you really have to watch out for when trying to deal with procrastinating. The last thing about procrastination or the last problem about it that I found was very interesting when looking in research, and some of you might have encountered this, is the delay in knowing the consequence of you procrastinating. Most times, The consequence of you not doing your work is not in the foreseeable future. And when I say that, I mean it's not the next day. It's probably a week or two weeks. So it's easy for you to say to yourself, well, I'll do it the next day and I'll do it the next day. But the thing is, even if you wait till the last minute to do it, you won't even know the consequence of that procrastination for maybe a week or two weeks. And it's that consequence that usually triggers people into starting things early. An interesting study found that when you gave students consequences more often, so for example, when you gave them quizzes that had to do with the exam they're going to have later on, students were more inclined to study because the consequence of not studying or procrastinating was the delay in it was very short. If you have a quiz every week, you can't procrastinate. But if you have a final exam once at the end, it's easy to say to yourself, well, I'll study next week and the week after. So the consequences that come, or the delay that come with them, have a very big effect on how you regulate your procrastination tendencies. Another problem with procrastination that I think will be a really big theme in this whole session is self regulation. Procrastination requires a lot of self regulation. You need to be able to sit down and say to yourself, I cannot watch my TV show right now. I cannot play video games right now. I have other things to do. And It's tricky because you are. Nobody's telling you what to do. That's why university students have such a hard time with procrastinating because there's no one there pushing you. Your mom is not there waking you up every morning, sending you to school. So you have to regulate yourself. And It's not something that only students have trouble with. It's something that adults have trouble with as well. There's so many people that are older that have dreams or things that they want to do, and they just sit on it for whatever reason, or they procrastinate. So it's not something that only happens to students. It happens to everyone. It happens to the best of us. This isn't about who it does or doesn't happen to. It's about identifying the fact that a lot of it has to do with you just disciplining yourself, which is not an easy thing to do. So let's just acknowledge that a lot of the tips that we're going to give will have to do with regulating yourself. All right, it's the perfect time for a break in the session. And You guessed it, none other than Auntie Georgina has sent us a little note all the way from Barbados about procrastination. So take it away, Auntie.
1: So today, we're talking about procrastination. The thing about procrastination is it is so easy to do it. You know, you can sit down there and you can say, I can do this later. I can do this later. For no reason. What are you waiting for? You don't know what's going to happen in the next five minutes? When you're supposed to do something, do it on time. You know, my father used to tell me a story about for the want of a nail, a whole army was lost. You know what happened? In these olden days, when they used to use horses, you know, for these war and all that, this guy was riding a horse and the nail, you know, because they used to put horseshoe on the horses. I think you know about that. And he was supposed to put the nail inside the horseshoe and he kept saying, I will do it. I will do it. I will do it. And he didn't put the the nail in the shoe on time. And then the army was coming and he was supposed to go and take a message so the people would be expecting the army. You know what happened? He was riding and because he didn't put the nail inside the horseshoe on time, he couldn't get there. And so they didn't get the message that the enemy was coming. And that was how they lost the battle. You see? So that story alone, you see, for the want of a stupid nail, he could have put the nail in. Because he didn't put the nail, the whole city was lost the, the fight against the enemy. So listen to me. If you got to start that degree, start it now. Don't wait. All right? Okay. Bye. Thank you very much for listening. (laughs)
0: thank you auntie georgina for those wonderful words of wisdom auntie will be back next episode as always now we are going to talk about some tips and some things that you can do to make sure that you procrastinate less and get that work
1: Done. done
0: The first tip is hindsight. Make it simple for yourself. Think about that extremely annoying person that always brings up the fact that you could have done this a month earlier. In that moment, it's not helpful at all. But later on, after that assignment has passed, you need to ask yourself the next time when you're about to procrastinate, reflect on it. Did it work for you in the past? It's that simple a question. That's something that really helped me in stopping procrastinating. Because it's a very, very easy flow to fall into. I'm just going to take a nap. I'll just watch a show. I'm just going to go for a walk. While knowing you have things to do. Reflect on it. When it's happening, ask yourself, in the past... Was I less stressed out or was I more stressed out? Did I have more anxiety when I procrastinated or did I have less? Now, it's important to note that when you're reflecting on these things, you think to yourself what you really want. You might be in a position where you hate your job or you hate what you're studying, so it becomes harder to study it. And that's where that positive reinforcement comes in. If your distraction is a quality distraction, It'll be easier to procrastinate if you don't care about the outcome as much. So you need to ask yourself, in the past, did this work for me? And in the future, in the, in the next week or so, am I going to have anxiety when I don't do well in this? All right, guys. Tip number two is actually super cool. But you need some background info before I can explain how it's going to work. So a bit of background info I'm going to be an industrial engineer this year. Whoop, whoop. And industrial engineers are concerned with how complex processes work. And procrastination can be thought of as a complex process. Now, what I'm going to focus on is preventative maintenance versus corrective maintenance. Now, these are two things or two maintenance types that people can do with machines. Imagine that you're a machine or a system. Corrective maintenance. You are correcting something and you're doing it only when there is a failure or a malfunction. Now, on the other hand, preventative maintenance is done before it fails. It plans to avoid or prevent the most complicated breakdown. Now, think of yourself as this system or this machine, and your most complicated, break, complicated breakdown will be anxiety, stress, and depression. And you're essentially trying to avoid that. Preventative maintenance tries to avoid that. But corrective maintenance starts fixing when the failure is happening. Essentially, we are waiting till two days or three days before the due date or till when you know you should have done this. Or even in terms of New Year's resolutions like we were talking about in our last podcast, you wait till the last month of the year and then you say oh now I'll start working on my new year's resolution that is corrective maintenance because the failure if we were to see this as a test is that we should have been doing it all along so I'm going to talk about how you can be more preventative with your procrastination the way to do that my friends is so simple you wouldn't believe it the way to do that is to use to-do lists. A to-do list is one of the most powerful things that you've ever heard of in your life. Oh, okay, let me tell you. You're probably thinking to yourself, oh, I remember everything that I need to do. It's all in my head. I'm a genius. You know, every day I wake up, I know everything that I need to do. Trash. You're not going to remember. I don't remember. Nobody remembers. You need to write a to-do list. And I know what you're thinking. Jenny, we're just talking about preventative maintenance. What do the two have to do with each other? Preventative maintenance involves knowing what you need to do before the system fails. Your to-do list is going to help you know what you absolutely need to do so that you do not become depressed or anxious, so that your system does not fail. Now, the way to do this is to prioritize. At the beginning of every week, of every week, I write down every single neat thing that I need to do. I am not stressed out by the things that I need to do. I just write them down. And every single day, I prioritize what needs to be done. I don't do more than two or three because I know that's my limit of the things that I can absolutely concentrate on. But these priorities will help you realize what you need to do. And it will help you prevent that anxiety that you might get if you did nothing. Now, the beauty about this is it doesn't mean you don't have to procrastinate. You might be thinking to yourself, oh, that means I always have to be doing things. No, you can procrastinate if you like. I'm the master procrastinator of the entire... You think you can procrastinate? Oh my God, I can just lie down and watch a sunset for hours doing nothing. But because I've written a to-do list and because I knew my priorities and because I did them, I can procrastinate with ease without that failure of anxiety because I know that I have done for today what needed to be done. Perhaps not everything, but the things that were at the top of my list. And that is how to-do lists can help you be preventative. Alright, now this step is really important so i hope you guys can get past all the jargon that i'm saying and see where you can actually apply this tip and we'll start with the idea of an open system i've talked about us being a system a couple of times but humans are open systems because they have inputs a closed system has no input but because human beings need energy water minerals social activity uh, to survive, they are open systems. Now, in this case, we're talking about your input being how much work you do and your output being the result. In this case, we want our outputs to be quality work. Now, research has shown that even when interventions were made for procrastinating, although performance, how much work they did, did increase. It didn't mean that their grades, how well they did in the course, was significantly higher. It just meant that they understood where their errors were earlier. Now, one of the ways that you can reduce your procrastination but at the same time increase the quality of your work is keeping track of what works and what you've accomplished. If you put in a ton of effort And you started everything early, but you still didn't understand, and it still didn't work. Now you have to keep track of what you did and what you can try that would be different in the future. Now... The fact that you were able to reach a point where you weren't procrastinating as much is great. It doesn't mean that you should procrastinate more now because it didn't work. It just means that we need to tweak it a little. We need to tweak the quality of what we've done. And keeping track of what you've accomplished and what has changed is a really big way to change what's coming in and out of your system. And it's proven to reduce procrastination in the future. It's that other side of positive reinforcement where if you're tracking what works and you're keeping ideas open and you're keeping note of what you can do next time to make it better, then in the future, it will be better. It's proven to work. So don't just do all the work in the world and think to yourself, I've stopped procrastinating. Now it'll work. Something that will help you stay on this track, that will keep you doing the work is keeping track of what you've done, of what works, what you've accomplished, and seeing how you can duplicate it. And last but not least, the one thing that you should do overall, and this is more about self-regulation and keeping your anxiety to a minimum, regardless of how much work you do, is realizing that it's okay to not do everything. Procrastination doesn't always mean that you don't want to do the work. Research shows that a lot of students avoided work because they were prioritizing another subject or something else. So essentially they were doing one of the tips in this podcast. They were writing their to-do list and they were prioritizing what needed to be done. And being aware that there are only so many hours in a day and that you can only do so much before you get burnt out is key to making sure that you're able to get up the next day and start again. It's really like going to the gym. If you go to the gym for the first time, after like seven years, and you go for four hours, you're not gonna go again for another seven years. You need to remind yourself that you can only do so much in a day, and that your mind, your brain, it will expand and you'll be able to do more and more as you go. But needing to rest and relax is also a function of yourself, is also a function of your open system. So in order to have good results and positive performance, relaxing and, and not having anxiety over the work that you need to do is also a part of preventing procrastination. Alright, everyone, just to summarize what we went through today, there are five tips or five things that you can really do to try and stop procrastination. The first thing you'll do is ask yourself, has procrastinating worked for me in the past? Or the way I'm procrastinating, has it worked for me in the past? And if the answer is no, you'll change up the way you procrastinate a little. Instead of being corrective about your procrastination, instead of fixing it when the system fails, be preventative about it. And we'll do that using to-do lists. On these to-do lists, you're going to have priorities. And no matter what, just try and do one of those priorities per day. It doesn't have to be everything. And once you've done that, you can track those wins. And you can make them more quality wins. Because you know what priorities you're actually doing. You know what objectives you're fulfilling. And you're able to work on making them better. And making them more quality wins. And... Last but not least, just remember, for yourself, it's okay to not do everything. You don't have to get all your things done in a day, even just writing down your list. I'm proud of you. So there you go, folks. Thanks for listening. All right, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to the second episode of Engineer Your Life. I hope you watch out for our third episode where I'll have a guest speaker. Don't forget to subscribe to the channel. Check us out on Instagram at The STEM Girl Co or on Facebook at The STEM Girl. Talk to you guys later. Peace.